Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours, like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. These are a few of my favorite Happy Throwback Thursday. Happy Throwback Thursday and soon to be Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Oh, man. What a year. God, what a year. <laughs> I can't even what believe it's gone year. by. What a year. I will say <sighs> this, though. What? Once again, we don't espouse any specific political philosophy. Absolutely not. Love who you love. Do what you do. Live your life. Live your life. Live your dreams. But this year has been a rough year. I feel like our whole life has been a reality show. I mean, like... Your whole life was a reality show for a very long time. Last year, the year before. I mean, but for real, it it just feels like... Every episode of this year has been so in the news and everything just dramatic and epic and like, but is this real? Is this really real life? You know, I would between all the people we've lost and all the things going on in the Amen. world, I would like to just take a moment and say one thing. If everything else has been so negative for us, the bright spot I think this year has really been Broadway. Rob Schneider, well put. I mean, if nothing else, we have that to cling to. If nothing else, this is the year that gave us such things as... Bright Star, Waitress, Shuffle Along, Hamilton, uh, Hairspray Live, uh, an amazing Tony Awards broadcast. What else am I forgetting? No, uh, there's, well, there's countless things. The humans. uh, Not to mention, like, the the David Yazbek musical that's at Atlantic Theater Company. I mean, like, just everything is is thriving, it feels like, right now in in our art form. Yeah. And, And I feel quite proud to be a part of it. Um, I, you know, I, or just in some small way to be a fan of it and to be a part of it, but to love it, you know, I, the way we do. I agree, and the, I mean, the way that uh, our community rallied around Orlando, mm-hmm. the way our community rallied around uh, the election results. Uh, we so if if nothing else, if nothing else, this year we at least have our theater to cling to. So. Thank you so much, everyone who's created something this year, regardless of if you were doing it in New York or London or Tulsa, Oklahoma, yeah. no matter where you were. If you were in a community theater, school production, Broadway, we thank you so much for sharing your art with us because we really did need it this year. Well, you know what? Art is is therapy, right? 
you know art and is it, therapy it, it is and i it, 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 i love those you know reading in the last two months when people say all right time to get back to work time to make the art you get know get back to work you know and i i think that's that's a really were, good point were you a west wing fan oh yeah you were uh, I am. I, oh, you in are. Fact, yeah. it, I, I can tell you that I'm in the midst of watching it again. Uh, I, I never mm. actually finished it. I always get to like the fifth season or sixth season, and then I kind of. But then he left Aaron Sorkin. Uh, yeah, yeah, and then I can always tell, and I'm. Yeah. I don't. But I will tell you, the first three seasons to me, I um, it's like watching Murder She Wrote, Golden Girls, Friends, Family Guy, Bob's Burgers at night. You know, those are like the go to. Like, yes. you know how you? I don't know if you guys out yeah. there do that, but you you have your shows you watch when you like don't need to think, but you just want to be entertained but for me west wing is it those characters are friends to me i feel like i know them cj craig is like my friend i I remember working at 42nd street studios i was assisting uh on um a tale of two cities the musical (laughs) remember that and uh and we i was in the stairwell going up and alice janney came down because she was doing nine to five and i was like I was like CJ Craig. I didn't in my mind. I'm like, yeah. oh my god, I know you. You're CJ Craig. No, you're not. You're Allison Janney. You're awesome. You're you're a human being outside yes. of that. But I, <laughs> but I was so dumbstruck because I feel so close to her. Yes. because they are so relatable as their characters. Yeah. So anyway, yes, I love West Wing. Uh, but the in the end of the first episode, the last line that Martin Sheen has is he's heard all this these horrible things happen, and he goes, "All right, what's next?" And I feel like that's what 2017 should be about. What's next? That's good, Rob. Let's That's keep really moving good. forward. Let's keep moving forward. And my favorite thing this week, bring it, actually is about I think moving forward. That's uh, funny because mine is too. Oh my god, a amazing! Bit. Yeah, um, we and again, you guys, we do not we we do not plan. We don't tell each other our favorite things. We don't talk about it beforehand. No, we don't, we don't even have, try to come up with a theme for no, like anything that happens is purely it's, coincidental. It's ins- <laughs> inspirational. That's right. Um. Mine is a musical. Oh, nineteen eighty-six. Four performances. Okay. All day seeing them, all day smelling them, all day listening to peddlers selling them. Rags. Oh my! Where Judy Kuhn in yes. one Tony season <laughs> Take it had up. to not only be Cosette and sing a high C and floating. Well, actually, it was probably like a high B because it wasn't a reprise. But she's floating this high note, and then she's like one more run, 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 rags, and she sings the title song to rags. And then she's she's Cosette first, right? Yes. And then she comes back on. Yes. So rags is a uh, musical that is one of my favorite musicals. Go ahead. No, Charles Strauss, who wrote the music. Yes. If you were to be, I always say this, like this man, Charles Strauss, who we've got to get on the podcast. Oh, God, yes. Charles Strauss, if you're like, hey, here's a song from Rags. And then you're like, hey, here's a song from Bye Bye Birdie. Oh, yeah. And here's another, you know, what in the middle of his career. What's another, like, you would not believe oh. this is the same writer. This man, I, I cannot believe that he wrote the score to Rags. Bye Bye Birdie. Applause. Uh, Annie. Uh, Rags, Th- Nick and Nora, dance a little closer. Dance a little closer. <laughs> Nobody uh, said that. Charlie and Algernon, uh, Broadway musical. All I Mayor. Mean, Ma- no, no. I like Mayor. Nobody loves Mayor. I oh, I like Mayor. I don't love Mayor. But but okay. but but Rags is really really special, Rob. I think you're yeah, right. Yeah, I yeah. I, I, I will I will concur with that. Please. Uh, 
so for those of you that don't know, Rags is a four-performance-only musical from 1986. Wow. Music by, uh, so we have Charles Strauss. We have uh, Stephen Schwartz. Yeah, he was Wicked, working. Wicked, yeah. Stephen Schwartz. Uh, we have a book by Joseph Stein from Fiddler on the Roof, so we're entering territory that Mr. Stein knows quite well. And listen to this cast before I tell you the plot synopsis. I mean, all of this automatically sounds like a hit. Teresa Stratus. Famous opera singer. Like mega. Like opera mega, singer. mega. Like yeah. the Meryl Streep of opera. I, I would agree. Right? Uh, Larry Kurt, our original Tony from West Side Story. Uh, Lonnie Price. Uh, you know him pretty I well. I know Lonnie. Judy Kuhn, like who you just mentioned, our, our original Cosette. Who I'm obsessed with. Dick Latessa Wilbur from Hairspray of Nothing right. Else. <laughs> um, Nothing Marshall else. Lewis, Matron Mama Morton. And Terrence Mann from Beauty and the Beast. Um, and Les Mis. And Les Mis. So this, this is, I mean, this is a cast. Uh, the musical is about immigrants that are emigrating overseas. Yeah. Right? Like, that's the whole to the United States. Specifically, it's about a woman named Rebecca and her son, David. Rebecca's husband, Nathan, has gone ahead mm-hmm. of her. Right. Uh, and f- as soon as he landed in New York City, he's never wrote back to her in Russia. So he has gone MIA. And she is now coming over to New York to see if she can find her husband. It's a great setup for a and musical. It's a great setup for a musical. And on, on the ship over, she befriends uh, Avram and uh, his daughter, right. Bella. That's Dick right. Lutessa and Judy Kuhn. And it's really about the immigrant experience. It's about celebrating what immigrants bring to this country. It's about celebrating our history. It's about celebrating our heritage. And it's celebrating how this country was really built especially in the early part of the 20th century, on the the foundation of what these immigrants have provided to us. Totally. My relatives, your relatives, our listeners' relatives. The experience through Ellis Island, like, you know, post-Hamilton, yes. those immigrants that created the union that we have America today, but we're talking like the actual people that came to our country, that filled out our country, that are the reason why we are so great as we are today. And that's what Rags covers now. Wow. So, unfo- and and there, I mean, and what a topic for them to go after. And what a I topic, mean, immigration. I mean, come on. And the song, and the songs. Uh, I mean, the score. I think is Charles Strauss's best score. Definitely, I really do. And that's no offense. I mean, the other stuff is great. That's like saying, do you want gold or more but it's, gold? It's the most challenging score that I think he's done. Well, I mean, the the versatility because it covers every single ethnic ethnic music that's imaginable yep. that you're hearing at this time. Yep. Uh, and some of the songs that you might know, and if you don't know them, you should look them up. Children of the Wind, um, Blame It on the Summer Night, Brand New World. The the issue that people had with this show, this is why the show apparently wasn't very successful, was because it was trying to cover. So much. They had gone through a number of directors. Uh, things really weren't working in rehearsal, uh, and nobody was really there to save it. But ideally, the, the main issue was nobody was there to streamline this story. Right. It was just too much. Um, and the story that was very passionate, and the cast believed in it so much that on the fourth performance, the day before they closed, they all, as a cast in costume, marked from the marched from the Mark Hellinger Theater to TKTS and handed out flyers begging people to come oh, see their show. Gosh. So, the, can you imagine? There's Teresa Stratus and Lonnie no, Price and I mean, Terrence Mann handing out flyers saying, "Please <laughs> come see us." And unfortunately, it didn't help. There've been plenty of revisions of it. I am hoping at some point that Encores is willing to take this it on. This is totally an Encores show. I, the, I I will not confirm or deny anything, but I have heard that it's not a favorite amongst those making the decisions at Encores, so that's why it might not be huh. done at some point. Who knows whether or not that's true, but, but I'm hoping at some point... 
I hope that we see it, though, with its full orchestration. I hope that we do see it in its epic fullness because this story really is epic in scope. Um, and like you said, if you want to see a, a clip of it, go to the, the Tony Awards in 1987 because it was nominated <laughs> for Best Musical. And what's really funny, like you said, is Teresa Stratus, not Teresa Stratus, uh, Judy uh, Kuhn sings from Les Mis and then she does rags. But uh, she actually went up on her lyrics. In, in rags? In the rags number. So if you listen, she repeats a little bit of a section. Oh, I never even realized it. Yeah. Well, go, so. No, go, you know, I can't wait till we interview Judy because it's like. Oh, my God. And she, but like, come on. You're, 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 can you imagine being, you know, in one show that's up for a Tony Award and then you're actually where you sing soprano and then another show where you're belting your face off and you got to do both numbers. And how many people have done two different numbers on a Tony Award? I would like to know that statistic. Yeah. You know? Listeners, if you know that answer, that's Hey, great. that's a really good one. Who else has done two different numbers? Not including the like the host, so it's not like yeah. Hugh Jackman did like a song yeah. and dance number where he bounced up and down the whole time and then like another two one. Nominated yeah, musicals like where year. you were nominated for that is fascinating. Yeah, and and I'm blown away that she performed in two different numbers that year. I I really uh, hope we get completely to speak to different. Her. Um, there is a cast recording of the show. There is, but to be aware, it does not feature Teresa Stratus in it. Uh, she missed a lot of performances, and people said it was she was not the happiest having this experience and it was made quite a was quite public. a quite a quite a couple years after it too the cast yeah. recording was made 91 not, yeah so, so it was like was way five, after it yeah. closed um i'm like i said uh if 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 you want to get rags done please get it done and but also if anyone out there has any sort of contact information for charles strauss we are trying to get him and it, we keep running against roadblocks on him yeah so if anybody knows any way to get to mr strauss we would love to have him we and, need that and, story and celebrate him and uh, everything he's given us yeah so Op- hopeful, optimistic, looking Ooh. towards our future. What's next? Rags. I like that. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And so to transition, mine is also a, a musical uh, that is it, the musical itself, the subject matter is not hopeful, but it, it's a. It, is meant to remind us of why it's important to remember certain episodes of the past. And my musical is a musical and a cast album uh, written by a very famous songwriting team, just like Charles Strauss and Stephen Schwartz is as well. Uh, But this show was also a quote-unquote flop. And this show was done in 2010. So very recent, my friend. 2010? That's right. Um, and this this show to me is uh, I would say it's on my top ten list. It's it's a show that I I was so completely undone by this show and by this piece of theater that I and then I had to see it again when the close. Just like we we talked a couple weeks ago about high fidelity and how you know when I saw the I saw it was closing and I thought I got to see that again. Well, this show did the same thing to me and I thought I need to see this again. This is such important theater making. I think this piece was ahead of its time. 
I think that audiences weren't prepared for it. I think that even if it came out this after Hamilton this year, it would do better in in the theater than it did in 2010. I'm even saying six years is all the difference it makes. This is a it's a, based on a true story. You know the songwriting team because they always use a theme to showcase their vehicles. For Cabaret, they used Weimar is this Germany. Scottsboro Boys? Scottsboro Boys. Scottsboro Boys. Oh the my God, Kevin. What a great choice. This this piece is so important to me. And and it's it has the problem that like Mac and Mabel has in that it ends sad. These this is the based on the true story of nine African American men, boys boys really who were on a train in 1931 in the south and that two girls said they were raped two white girls said they were raped and they accused the nine white the nine black boys of doing it it wasn't them but they were accused and convicted there was an overturn the, the trial was hung or the trial did, it was it was a, it was a hung a, jury a hung jury and then they tried it again and they thought they were going to get free and of course no of course they did not four of them were eventually released but but like the lead guy Hayward, he he died in prison. One of the guys killed himself when he re- was released. I mean, it was truly the most despicable. You know, it, we're still dealing with this today. For the love of God, and I, this is not a politics. This is not all of that. But you know, this is an, a very important story that needs to be told. And what, and, what? and John Kander and Fred Ebb, who wrote Chicago, who wrote Cabaret, who wrote countless others, you know, musicals that you all know. This is, I would say this is one of their very final collaborations. Yes, The Visit was on Broadway a couple years ago, but The Visit was done back in 2000. I saw it in Chicago in 2000. With Angela Lansbury? Uh, with Cheetah Rivera was, oh, still, yeah. was still in it then. But um, but at the uh, the Goodman. But uh, but this this Scottsboro Boys was done in 2010. It was They started in around 2004. And then, of course, Fred Ebb died, unfortunately. But then John Kander finished it. But it was it was one of their last, you know, collaborations together. Um it 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 was the show i find it a tragedy when a brilliant show does not last because it can't find the audience mm. or the audience doesn't find the show however yeah. you want to say it and there's a lot of controversy because as my listeners may know um you know the Kander and Ebb often frame their storytelling with a device, with 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 Chicago. It's vaudeville, so it's like all everything is framed underneath this sort of vaudeville show. Well, you remember that the original production was not a was not a hit. You know, it, it wasn't until the revival that Walter yes. Bobby directed that it became a hit. I think the same is going to be true about Scottsboro Boys. Mm. I think it's going to be revived someday, and everyone's going to be like, "What the hell were we thinking at the time? Were we just not ready for this yet?" Wow. Because the music and the score is perfection it is truly perfection so they frame this story under a minstrel show now the minute you say minstrel everybody you know you get a little like okay yeah we gotta deal with this part of our history but you as you are a professor of musical theater history it's a major part and you of our know history. Yeah. that when we teach our students that the minstrel shows are a part of the reason why we're singing musical theater songs today. Vaudeville, operetta, minstrel shows. It's the first uh, entertainment form that is created by the in the United States. It's it's inherently American. It is inherently now, American. Now, it yes. has racial undertones, oh, just yes. like everything that's American did back yeah. then and still does to yeah. this day. Um, and so... 
Uh, so anyway, this musical has one white actor and then all black actors. The white actor is the interlocutor. He's the host of the evening. John Cullum plays this role. How awesome is that? Yeah, it's perfect And then casting. all black actors who play all the other parts. They often, the two black guys play the two white girls. And they, they've, they've written all the songs they they go in and out of minstrelsy, but then they'll be really serious, and then there there's always an undertone. There's an edge, yeah. On every part of this score. And, and let's give a shout out really quickly to the brilliant direction and choreography of Susan Stroman. Yeah, that's exactly right. So full disclosure here, my best friend, my best man in my wedding, his name is Derek Kobe, and Derek was in the cast. He played one of the, he, there's two oh. brothers that are in it, Andy and I forget the other name, and he played the brother. And so he would tell me, he was, the show started at the Vineyard Theater off Broadway, and then it transferred to Broadway in 2010. And Derek was, was in it, and he would tell me all about it. And he said that the process was Stroman and David Thompson, who did the book, and all of the writers, everybody, it was a labor of love. They they worked together. If Stroman was like, hey, what do you think we do this? And the set, the set was chairs and planks. Yeah. Period. Chairs, planks. They made a prison. They would rearrange it. They made, you know, the courtroom. They'd rearrange it. Chairs and planks, you know. The, the, when the show started, lights, you know, you see a stage with 10, 11 chairs in a V, and then the music starts, and they come down the aisles of the theater and walk onto stage. And it, 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 it was to this day, it's like one of the best pieces of theater I've ever seen in my entire life because of that. In the collaboration process that she brought, you can see, you can see that it's not just you do this, you walk there, you hit your head on, you know. No, no, no. You can tell that they are. It's so organic within mm. all of them. Um, it, it's beyond special. I mean, it, it, the experience of watching that history and watching that. So you know, full disclosure. Yeah, it doesn't end happy. Like they don't. They don't get off well, but the point of it, the point to me of the musical is don't forget. Don't forget these Scottsboro boys. Like, don't forget that, like, that's our history. Like, we have to celebrate that and we have to honor that and we have to, to learn from that. These, these immigrants and these Scottsboro boys. So, 2016, welcoming into 2017. And as we're moving forward and looking into a bright, Amen. wonderful future. Let us not forget our past, and what better way to celebrate our past than by listening to both Rags and the Scottsboro Boys. We will see you all in 2017. Thank you so much for making 2016 such a wonderful year for both of us. Happy New Year, everybody. Thanks for spending a year with us. Happy New Year. Take care. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens, bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings These are a few of my favorite things These are a few of my favorite things Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.